All right, so today on How I Got Backstage, we're doing an intern takeover. We currently have five of CrowdSurf spring interns here, and we're going to be talking about our experiences interning with CrowdSurf this past semester and any advice we have for other students who are thinking of applying for future internship positions here at CrowdSurf. So we're just going to start off with some quick introductions for each of us. Um, so uh, I'm going to call on each of you, make sure you say your name, where you go to school, um, what you want to do in the music industry, and we are also all currently wearing our favorite artist merchandise, so let us know who your favorite artist is and what merch you're wearing. So we'll start off with Alex. Well, I'm Alex. I'm from Illinois, but I went to Belmont University and I just graduated um, from that. I'm planning on staying in Nashville to pursue some sort of artist management or tour management or something in the management world. And today I'm wearing um, Lana Del Rey merch. I really love her, just her aesthetic, her vibe, her songwriting. I think she's, a lot of people take inspiration from her. I think she's really impactful, so. Amazing. All right, Liz, do you want to go next? Sure. Hi, my name is Liz. I'm from New Jersey, but I go to Wagner College. What I want to do in the industry is focused around either music supervision, licensing, or anything within the digital marketing realm. I've really enjoyed that. Uh, some of my favorite artists are the 1975, and I'm currently repping a Billie Eilish merch to celebrate her Vanity Fair shoot. Yay. All right, Riley, do you want to go next? Sure. Hi, I'm Riley. I am originally from San Antonio, Texas, but I go to school at University of Texas at Austin. Ideally, I want to work in A&R or artist management somewhere in that realm, but I also really like digital marketing, so who knows? Um, and today I'm wearing Fleetwood Mac because I feel like you can just never go wrong with Stevie Nicks. And also this is like hands down the favorite concert I've ever been to, so. That's great. All right, uh, Gabriella, do you want to go? Sure. Hi, everybody. My name is Gabriella. I'm currently a student at the University of Texas at Austin, but I'm back home in Dallas for the time being. Um, I'm interested in a lot of things associated with the music industry, particularly artist management and touring. I'm also, uh, also a photographer, so I'm interested in tour photography. And today I'm wearing the 975 merch. I like it when you sleep. Um, so, yeah. That's great. And I am CJ. Uh, I'm from St. Paul, Minnesota originally, but I go to school at Butler University in Indianapolis, Indiana. Um, I want to work in digital marketing for artists and influencers. And I am wearing Camila Cabello merch. Um, big fangirl since I was younger. So uh, we're going to get into it and answer some questions. So the first topic that we're going to cover um, is the application process with CrowdSurf and basically how we landed our internship positions for this past semester. Um, so one question I feel that gets asked a lot is how you can stand out as a candidate during the application process, um, if Gabriella or Alex would like to cover that. Yeah, I can start as someone who isn't currently studying music or music business. So I'm actually a film student at UT Austin, um, but I'm really involved with the music industry. Ever since I was in high school, I've run a music blog promoting up and coming artists. I'm also a photo editor for our on-campus music publication called Afterglow. Um, and I've also done a few different internships in the music industry as well. So even though I'm not 
studying music in particular, I try my best to be involved in the music industry as much as I can. So I would recommend even if you aren't studying music yourself to just try to get involved as much as you can, whether it's through social media, going through to local shows, joining uh, street teams, reaching out to people in your area who work in the music industry, asking them um, if you can do like informational interviews, sort of learn more about like their position and how um, you can get involved yourself. Yeah, I definitely agree with you. Um, just in terms of getting yourself involved, even if you aren't presented the opportunity. I went to school at Belmont for um, music business. That was my program. But prior to that, I just went to community college at home and I transferred my junior year. So I came in um, with all these other students who had years of experience before me. And then I come in as a junior and had no experience going for me. So it was really interesting to see that like, even though I had no experience, it didn't really matter because I also think another thing is like you said, applying yourself, but also just being personable and bringing a certain energy to a team, I definitely think is a really good quality, especially within this industry, because here in Nashville, it's big, but it's not that big. And if you can sort of hang and you can be a cool person to be around, then I think that definitely is a good asset to bring. Great. I also think that you guys kind of covered this a little bit, but going into some of those experiences that you guys created for yourselves or that you thought were important, um, what types of experiences or different things do you think are important to put on your resume when you are applying for internships? One thing I definitely think that you should add to your resume is fan experience. Um, this is something that has been brought up a lot while I've been at CrowdSurf is that fan experience is always encouraged to be put on your resume. So if you ever run like a fan account, or like I said earlier, like that you were part of a street team, um, it's it definitely shows your dedication um, to the music industry and wanting to uplift other artists. And like I said, if you live in a city that's not considered like a music town, um, I would encourage you to kind of create your own experiences. Like I said, in, in high school, I kind of had the urge to um, create a music blog. So that's one thing that you can do um, without having to like have like, I guess like physical experiences. It's something that you can create on your own. Also like creating like social media accounts for like up and coming artists um, as well. Yeah, I definitely agree. And then anything that has anything to do with social media, I think now is a given just because not only was it before the pandemic, but also now. So that's where everything's operating. So any experience that you have within that field, definitely that's good to bring there. And then also another thing I want to touch on was extracurriculars, because like I said, I came to school not knowing anything, not having any experience. Being a part of those at my school sort of helped me get um, to these places and be able to meet with people and speak with people. So definitely getting yourself involved within your school or even making a group yourself if your school doesn't have one, I think is definitely a great thing. And then you could put that on your resume as well. That's great. All right, so now kind of going further into um, each of our own internship experiences, um, what were some of the projects that you guys worked on throughout your internship? Liz, if you wanna talk about this a little bit. Sure. So the great thing about CrowdSurf is they are a small company, but they have a range of artists they work with. So when you are an intern, I'm sure this is the case for most of you, you'll be working with artists who are just starting out who may only have like 500 followers. We recently was, were working with an artist, Tanya, and she's great. But we also have some middle and upper artists. Like I was working on Hanson 
And then beyond that, we have these legacy acts such as Sir Tom Jones, um, Cheap Trick, who are people that have been in the industry for a while. So you have a nice range of artists to sort of hone your skills for their specific needs. I would also agree with that. I think working with CrowdSurf was super fun because of that aspect that you just touched on because CrowdSurf does work with so many different artists that are on different wavelengths. And I think it's cool that one day you could be working for like a huge artist, um, but on the other end, you could be coming up with new ideas for up and coming artists, which allows you to have a lot of creativity um, on both ends of the spectrum, which I think was super fun. So I guess another question, kind of going off of that, within those projects and our internships, the way that our days were run, we basically go off of daily tasks that our teams give us. So if anyone would like to speak on how that outline worked and what are some of those daily tasks that you guys did. Um, So at least for me, my daily tasks, I always started my morning by doing our social numbers document, which basically tracked how each of our artists were either growing, declining, all of that good stuff within their social numbers, their follower account, et cetera. Um, from there, I would make a bunch of content calendars, which basically plan out their posts for Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, any platform, you name it, we work on it. And then the other daily tasks sort of ranged. I did a lot of like geo-targeted posts uh, to promote upcoming virtual concerts and things of that nature. So it sort of ranges and you have a lot of freedom to ask for more stuff you want. So if you're more into graphic design, they'll give you opportunities to do that. And if you're more into analytical stuff, they've got a lot for you to do. Yeah, I would definitely agree with that as well. I think some of the daily tasks that I had were working on ad reports, as you said, social media tracking. One of the things that I became very familiar with was video content creation, which I didn't know a lot about, but that was something that I worked on pretty frequently. And also just mainly like brainstorming for different content and certain upcoming um, projects and different things like that. So the next question, uh, kind of going off of that, is what platforms um, did you become familiar with through your CrowdSurf internship? Liz, if you would also like to go into that, you can. Sure. So I was pretty much a novice on pretty much all social medias. I mean, just general posting, normal things. But then when you're posting for an artist that has hundreds of thousands of followers, it's very different. Uh, So we utilized Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok mostly. Uh, But there's also other platforms that we sort of dive in as they come up. I know Clubhouse started about halfway through my internship. So that was a big one that we got a lot of artists to join on, which was super fun to sort of be the first adopters of it. I would agree. I would also say in terms of like the video editing, um, I use like iMovie and Premiere Pro for those different aspects of content creation. So uh, another aspect of CrowdSurf, which I really enjoyed, um, was how much of a community CrowdSurf is. So if anyone would like to touch on just the aspect of basically how your team works and uh, um, other team members that you worked with throughout your internship, you can talk about that if you would like, Liz. Sure. Um, So I worked mainly with my two supervisors, Joe and Kelsey, and then above them, we had our VP, Elise, who sort of works for the whole company. But my day-to-day was really centered around what Joe and Kelsey needed. Um, we were always in constant communication. I feel like CrowdSurf has a younger employee base. So it's a lot of texting rather than emails or Slack or other platforms of that nature. Uh, so it's really easy to communicate that way. I know transitioning to interning virtually has really made it harder to communicate, but being able to utilize texting or email or 
being on FaceTime for half the day working just so you're not alone in a dorm room doing things has been really great. I think that also really contributed to my internship experience as well because I was able to do so many things throughout the day if I like finished my daily tasks early, um, which was really nice just because I felt like all of my team members always had this like very clear path of communication. Um, and if they ever needed anything, it was very easy to get a hold of any of us. So I think that was also um, very fun. So in terms of this internship, how did it compare with past internships that you've done? And in terms of working remotely, how was that different as well? Um, so before CrowdSurf, I previously interned at two places, one at HBO within their music rights and clearances department, and another one at The Orchard uh, within their sync and licensing department. And the music industry is a very small world because The Orchard actually works with CrowdSurf on a lot of things, which I didn't realize until I started. Both of those internships prior to CrowdSurf were in person. So um, it's a very different experience being in an office versus working at home. I personally liked working at home a lot more. I found I had a better balance between things because I could go walk my dog in the middle of the day and things of that nature instead of sort of being stuck in an office. I do miss the social aspect of being in an office though and being able to just sit next to your supervisors if you have an immediate question. And also with the music industry, there's a lot of perks um, like going to concerts, shows, release parties, et cetera. And that doesn't really exist when it's virtual. So that's sort of a bummer, but I'm curious about everyone else's experiences before CrowdSurf. Um, so I had one previous internship before CrowdSurf. It was at Country Radio Broadcasters, which put on country radio seminar here in Nashville. It's about a 2,500 person event where radio people from all over the country come and they sort of all culminate at this one conference for three days. And we have all the country artists come in and they do concerts in sponsored events and stuff. But it was really different because it was an actual in-person event and it happened in February of 2020. So we got really lucky that we got right before we got cut off. But um, yeah, and so just being in person and being on site was really different than being remote. And I personally don't have a preference. I agree with you, Liz, that the freedom of being at home and sort of being on your own schedule is something that's really nice and you can accommodate your personal life alongside your work. But also I feel you in that I definitely liked going into a place every day and the sort of community that creates so it's different, but I don't know if I would choose one over the other. I think it's interesting for me because I haven't had an in-person internship yet. So all I know is remote internships for the moment. So I think it'll be really fun once the world does get a little bit better. Um, and so it's interesting hearing you guys talk about your experiences and the differences between them. But would anyone else like to touch on that aspect of it? Yeah, I definitely enjoyed the remote experience just because since I'm in Dallas, I wouldn't have had the experience if it wasn't remote since I'm not located in LA. So I definitely really appreciate that I had the opportunity to do it. But uh, like, as has been said before, I re really do miss like the in-person like social aspect of it. But it is nice to kind of like do your work from your home and sort of like still be around like your family and friends like while you're working. But yeah, I think there's like definitely like pros and cons to both like in-person and remote. I also thought it was cool too with the, we had like scheduled meetings throughout the week. So I felt like that was a nice way to have some social interaction. And I also just feel like sometimes it's hard to work remote. And so at the end of the week, we talk about basically highlights of your week and what things your team members did well on. And so I felt like that was a really good way to uplift the people that you were working with. Um, and also just 
feel really the community aspect of CrowdSurf as a whole, which was super fun. Yeah, also, especially at CrowdSurf, we had drop-ins once or twice a week. And I think that that was really good. It's just a big Zoom meeting where talk about what's going on and what projects people have going on, or sometimes they would give shout outs to people who did really well. And so I think that definitely for me felt like sort of a community, even though it was remote and just being exposed to, cause I was based out of the Nashville office, but being exposed to people who were in the LA office or elsewhere throughout the country, it sort of brings everyone together just for one common purpose. Yes. So as Alex just mentioned, um, CrowdSurf has a few different locations. Um, around the country. So through the internship program, we were based in two different locations for the five interns that are on this call right now, which were LA and Nashville. So if anyone wants to talk about the differences and experiences within working um, with those offices and maybe go into the internship projects that we did and the differences between those, go ahead with that. Um, I can I can kind of touch on that. I think, especially like we were talking about with the remote experience, there wasn't much of a difference between the LA and the national based internships, just because like, I mean, people were spread out all over the, the country. So it's, it's not like my experience was unique to, to CrowdSurf. It was a lot of the same kind of projects. But the big difference that CJ kind of brought up was the internship project, which so like for the LA based team, we put on a webinar and we had four or five different industry professionals come and talk to, I think we had over a hundred participants and um, they basically shared their experiences on how they turned their fandom experience into a career in the industry. And so we did everything from, you know, the PR outreach to inviting different clubs around the country to you know, finding the, the attendance and everything. So, I mean, Everything was us, had nothing to do with any of the other staff members at CrowdSurf. So that was a lot of fun getting to, to know the other interns on the LA team because otherwise you're really just working with like your main supervisors, so. Yeah, so on the Nashville perspective, a fun fact is I've never been to Nashville. Um, so working there and working remotely has sort of opened the door to work from anywhere. Um, and I have been interning with CrowdSurf since August. So I've actually done two intern projects. The first one, we did a virtual music festival where we sort of scouted our own friends and had them participate and perform in front of everyone at CrowdSurf. And the second, which I know Alex also participated with, we did a webinar and we got industry professionals from within CrowdSurf. So supervisors from various degrees, as well as our own interns to sort of talk about our experience and create a little networking environment. That's great. So another question um, I feel was important throughout our internship experience was the different skills that we picked up on uh, throughout these past few months. So Riley, if you want to touch on some of those skills that you um, picked up and why they were so important, um, you can talk about that a little bit. Yeah, for sure. Um, some of the things have already been touched on, like I know CJ brought up the video editing, which coming into this internship, I did not have a lot of experience using the Adobe Suite, like Photoshop and Design Premiere Pro. So it was like hit the ground running with those kind of projects. But um, I personally worked on this podcast as well as the other company podcast, Boy Band Top Tens. Um, so I got to do some of the video editing for that, which was really fun. But then otherwise, you get to do a lot of different things, which was fun because I feel like you do pick up a variety of skills and 
So like some of them were graphic design using Photoshop, either making like social assets for different clients and learning how to write copy and like how to make it visually appealing and also doing just different graphic design for various projects, depending on what the artist is looking for. Another thing is learning how to look at social media analytics and figuring out like why one post did better on this platform versus the other. And so being able to understand trends and algorithms and analyze the numbers that you're looking at. Um, so like I would do weekly social media reports for clients and it's just looking at the social numbers on various platforms this week in comparison to last week and then trying to figure out like, okay, what went wrong or what went really, really well and why are the fans reacting in a certain way? Another thing I would say, obviously I think this is a given in any internship, but just communication skills because everything is via text, you're constantly in contact with your team and just getting texts from random numbers throughout the day that are other CrowdSurf employees. And so you get really good at being able to manage switching tones between professional and more casual, depending on who you're talking to. Um, and you just get really good at communicating with your higher ups as well. So, and I'm sure there's more skills that we've picked up along the way, but I mean, you just learned so much here. Definitely. So I feel like one thing that we've touched on a lot is just the broad array of different things that we did throughout this internship um, and different things that we were able to learn. So Alex, do you want to touch on how this internship affected your career plans and maybe anything that you found um, that you had like a big passion for that you didn't know before? Yeah, for sure. So like I said earlier, my previous internship is in marketing. So this is my second marketing-based internship, but that one was sort of more traditional marketing and we like did stuff with an app, but we also did stuff in person that sort of focused on like in-person things. Whereas this one is completely digital marketing. And I think that marketing in general is a great skill to have for anything that you do within the music industry because everything is very forward facing. Everything you do within marketing is what the fans see or what the artist sees. And so I definitely think that it's a great skill to have for whatever road you go down within the industry. And like I said earlier, for me, I feel like I am a very logistical person. I can map and plan things out. And I'm really interested in artist management for that reason. And I think that having this background in marketing is sort of knowing how to showcase someone or to a group of people or to a specific target audience is a great skill to have. And I just think more and more, even because of coronavirus or whether or not because of that, just being able to reach a certain demographic of people and sort of sell someone is a great skill to have within the industry. For sure. So I feel like a lot of the things that we have all been talking about were a lot about how CrowdSurf is a really supportive community and just how it's um, kind of a very different work environment from uh, past experiences that we've all had within the industry. So uh, Gabriella, do you wanna touch on kind of the work environment at CrowdSurf and why it was so supportive? Yeah, so one thing that I really loved about CrowdSurf is that the company is majority women. It was founded by two women in the beginning. And as we all know, like the music industry tends to be dominated by men. So to be able to work at a company where I'm surrounded by women who are supportive and are encouraging of 
my ideas and want me to be creative is really great. And I never felt like I was turned away, that I was like put down. Like I said, I was always encouraged, you know, to speak up, to give ideas, to give input. And it was it was really nice. Another thing that I really liked is that, as I said earlier, fandom is encouraged. It's not embarrassing to be a fangirl. Everybody at CrowdSurf at one point was a fangirl or a fanboy for a certain artist. And so fandom is really encouraged no matter what. I also think going off of what you said about fandom, there's always been some type of stereotype specifically about fans trying to get into the music industry. And so I think, as you said, CrowdSurf was such a cool environment uh, for a lot of us to be a part of, myself included, because I was such a big fan growing up of so many artists. And I think they really empowered me to share different ideas that I had when it came to being a fan in the industry, because I think a lot of the experiences that I had in the past were very unique in the way that I saw like when unique rollouts were being planned and how they incorporated fans into them. So I got to use a lot of that experiences in projects that I worked on, which was just a very new experience for me. And I really, really appreciated it. So I guess kind of going off of that uh, and kind of coming to an end with the podcast, I wanted to have everyone go around and talk about their favorite projects that they worked on throughout this internship. So Riley, if you want to start off telling us about your favorite project, that would be great. Yeah, it's hard because they were all a lot of fun to work on. But honestly, I think working on the How I Got Backstage podcast is one of my favorite things that I've done only because I feel like it's been a really easy way to kind of track my growth throughout my internship. Because when I started, it was, you know, just working with the audio and cutting clips. And then it was, you know, aligning the edited audio with the original audio. And then it was lining it up with the Zoom. And then, you know, a couple days ago, I made a social asset for their Instagram, like completely by myself. So it's kind of interesting to see how like my skills have developed throughout the internship, working specifically just on this one project. So I think, I think that's definitely been the favorite, my favorite thing that I've worked on here. That's so amazing. All right, Alex, do you want to go next? Yeah, for sure. It wasn't sort of a project, but it was more just ongoing that I did throughout the semester. But on my team, we had a artist who was sort of picking up traction really quickly. And so when I entered their, I don't know what they call it, but just the account for the fans to follow um, was just set up. And so sort of building that and getting people to follow them and having streaming parties or events that bring people to our page for that artist was definitely something cool to work on. It offered a lot of creativity and just, I was personally allowed to come up with ideas of stuff that we could do, like merch that we could send out, stuff to get fans really involved and into it. And so I definitely think working on an artist who was growing so quickly and building up that platform was really interesting. That's great. Gabriella, do you wanna go next? Yeah, um, so my favorite project that I worked on wasn't a specific project, but a certain artist. Um, It's a music group called The Ugly Boys. Um, They're really big on TikTok. They do like funny rap songs. I had never heard of them before. I started working at CrowdSurf, but they're one of the first clients that I worked with. They're all like super sweet, kind guys. I had the pleasure of working for 
on a few projects for them, um, just like in regard to social media and had the pleasure of meeting them as well. And I actually became like a really big fan of their music. They're really talented. And so I don't know if I would have been able to find them if it wasn't for CrowdSurf. So it's a plus that not only did I get to work with them, but I also got to find some new music as well. That's so cool. All right, Liz, do you want to go? Sure. So I learned a lot from specifically doing TikToks because we were working with a lot of legacy acts and artists that sort of had a smaller platform. We were able to really curate their TikToks as a way to suit their fans. And we were also able to find fan posts that either utilize their songs or talking about an upcoming release and uh, be able to sort of connect the fan to the artist. And I think curating that connection and collaboration between the fans is my favorite part of it because I know if I was in their shoes either as the artist or the fan that would be the most impactful part for me. That's great. I think my favorite project that I worked on was towards the beginning of my internship and they were doing a rollout for an artist and they wanted me to find a lot of fan theories that were going on online about the specific rollout which was really funny because as a fan before I felt like I knew like the certain context clues to like look up on Twitter like which fans to follow and then going off of that I got to choose specific fans to be a part of the rollout which was super cool just to find like really passionate people about the artist Um, and be able to like reward them and also make them such a big part of the experience, which I think I would have loved to be a part of as a fan. So I thought that was just a really cool project um, to be a part of. And then for our final question, I would really like if we could all go around and maybe offer up a piece of advice that we have for maybe incoming interns or anyone who is interested in applying for um, CrowdSurf to be an intern in the next coming semesters. Yeah, so my advice for anyone wanting to work at CrowdSurf or within the music industry is to make space for yourself. And once you have that space, connect with whoever you can and just be as adaptable as possible. The music industry is constantly changing. So it's not up or it is up to us to continue to learn and grow with the fans. So that would be my advice. Yeah, I think definitely a great piece of advice is just to be yourself. I know I was super intimidated going into it being like, oh my God, the music industry is so scary and like these people are judging me. But honestly, working with these teams of people, I just feel like I could be myself and that has sort of become one of my biggest assets is just that like, I like the people I work with and I would hope that they like me. And so creating that environment is really great and that it's not just, it is about technical experience, but that's not the only thing that you have to offer. I would 100% agree with that comment. Gabriella, do you wanna go? Yeah, the one piece of advice I have is no matter what subject you're studying or what career you're pursuing, if you have a passion for music, there's always a way to implement it into your life. Uh, whether it's you know going to shows, creating music blogs, joining publications. If you have a passion for music, I would definitely encourage you to pursue it in any way you can. Um, And don't feel discouraged if you feel like you don't have formal education in music. All you really need is just some music knowledge and some excitement. 100%. Riley, do you want to go? I think my biggest piece of advice would be to just put yourself out there. The worst that anyone's going to say is no. Um, I had never had an internship before CrowdSurf. And so I came in with a lot of imposter syndrome. I was like, oh my God, I don't know anything. I don't know anyone. Like I have no idea what I'm doing, but 
if I hadn't applied, then I wouldn't have met the people that I have. I wouldn't have gained the skills that I have. Like you just have to put yourself out there and trust that if you're meant to be at a company, if you're meant to be in a position, you're going to get there at some point. So I think that would definitely be my biggest piece of advice. It's a good piece of advice. I would also say kind of going off of what Gabriella said, don't let other people tell you that you aren't gonna get to where you want. I think the path that a lot of us took was probably different from a lot of our friends or a lot of the kids that we went to school with. Um, so it was a little bit scary, but as long as you really have that passion and the drive to get into the industry and make friends and learn as much as you can, you'll totally be fine. And just to believe in yourself, because I think that's also something that's kind of scary when going into such a big industry where it is um, known to be very competitive. But I think everyone is very passionate and you can really make a space for yourself anywhere in the industry. So that kind of wraps up this episode of How I Got Backstage. Uh, thank you so much to all of our lovely interns for being on the podcast today. And we hope that we offered some great advice for incoming interns and anyone else. So thank you. So you can follow the podcast online at How I Got Backstage. This episode was edited by Hannah Humphreys, produced by Crowdsurf with music by Cody. Oh, Coast Guy.